Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Hey, friends. Hello. Back here at Rhapsody Radio. I love it. This is Trinity Wheeler. I'm here with Alan Shaw and Mary Beth Henderson. Hello, hello. Again. I love it. Just coffee time. It's great. Coffee or cocktails. You or co- yeah, it's yeah, it's like maybe you could do both actually. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's another beautiful day here in it South is. Carolina. We're really spoiled. I know. Yeah. I know. Hey y'all, we're back with the box building series. This is episode five Woo-hoo! of the box building. Mm. This is about speaking the hard truth, communicating your way to transparency. Mm-hmm. So to recap the box building series, we talked about the mission, we talked about the core values and knowing your role as a business owner. Mm -hmm. And then on the last episode, we talked about building the A team, surrounding yourself with the right staff. Yeah. So now was that that on the the Avengers? Is that what you went off of? The Avengers? I was thinking about that after the last episode, like the A team, like the Avengers team. No, I'm like I I immediately go to like Marvel for some reason because I like I'm obsessed with Marvel. The A team is from my generation on TV. Ooh, and it was Mr. T and (laughs) Mr. T. Yeah. Is that what that yeah. is? I pity the fool. I pity the yeah. fool. Yeah, that's the A-team, right? I'm, uh-huh. right, right? Yeah, and then they did the remake with um, Liam Nielsen and Bradley Cooper. And, okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. I love me some Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I know. I always love some Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about you have your team built, and now how do you communicate with your team? Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is huge. This, yeah. this is... I'm going to be... Honest with you all, this is the area that Alan, you have probably had the most growth. Oh, 1,000 million bajillion percent since we opened. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this has been hard. Okay. Hard conversations are hard. Yeah. And word, word, word. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's like it's taken me the most uh, time to really understand that, like, in order for the business to be successful, um, I just need to get over my uncomfortable feeling about just being super truthful with people in a very diplomatic way. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I'm not, then this shit just continues. Yeah. And then it's like, it just keeps building and building and building. And whose fault is that? Nobody's except mine. Yeah, And that's that's been challenging to... Um, overcome because no one likes uncomfortable conversations. And even as a business owner, you don't want to have uncomfortable conversations, but you have to in order for your business to be successful. Absolutely. There's there's an amazing book that I recommend that everyone that owns a business should read. It's called Creativity, Inc. It's written by Ed Ed Catmull, who um, was one of the founders of Pixar. Yeah. And it goes through the whole point of where... Pixar was becoming part of Disney Mm -hmm. and the culture that they set up inside of Pixar. And basically you read the whole book and then at the end it, it kind of gives you these step by steps of managing, you know, in an arts environment, but just people in general. Yeah. And, and one of the things that really hits home that Ed talks about in the book is that if truth is in the hallways and by the water cooler, Mm -hmm. you have a major problem. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Love that. Because truth should be in meetings. Yeah. Truth should be in conversations. Conversations. Absolutely. So, you know, that's always something like it, you know, if you see things happening in your business that, that you're not in tune to, but you feel like people are talking about outside of you, that's a, that's That's a a huge red flag. Yep. Yeah. You know, so 
in order to create that, you know, creating a culture that thrives off of honesty, clarity, and trust mm-hmm. comes from the top down. Mm-hmm. So if those running the company are clear, the employees trust you, and you set expectations, which we talked about in the last episode, mm-hmm. it's going to create an environment that not only you can speak to your employees, but equally as important, they feel comfortable coming to you. Yeah. And those, I, would, yeah. I would take this a step further. We're going to talk about these principles in the context of your team and your employees, but I feel like these principles hold true as an entrepreneur and my relationships with the clients, mm-hmm. my relationships with the partners and my relationships with the collaborators. So I think as we, we kind of go through this, you know, again, immediate context is, is in relation to team and staff. But again, think, think outside the box here. I would challenge you to think outside the box. hundred percent. You know, I mean, I, we can go off on tangents here, but talk about marketing. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you have to have transparent marketing. Um, you know, if something happens and, 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 someone has a complaint about your business and you go and hide, it's not going to get better. Yeah. That's Mm -mm. banning a fire right there. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So, I mean, that this, this applies across the board. Completely agree. So we have our five speak the truth lessons here and it kicks off with number one, communicate your way to transparency. And that really means just no gray areas. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Clear, concise to the point. Yeah. I, uh, uh, that was also hard too, because as a leader, sometimes you don't know, and there is a lot of gray. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're like, "Ooh, it's all gray." I don't know, but you have to, as your leadership team, be very. Uh, you have to work through that and and find it very, make it very clear in your head. So when you tran- when you transparently communicate it to your team, they clearly know what you are trying to say. Um, and I still have issues. I still have like problems with this sometimes because sometimes I'm working through it and I'm like, mm, I am trying to keep right. it. Right. But it's being- also okay to say as a business owner, I don't know. Yeah. Those three words are super, super powerful and people will respect you for saying that. Yeah. You can say, I don't know, but let's meet and let's figure, figure it, out. it out. Right. Yeah. Or I don't know, but I will fi- find the answer for you. I will find you. the answer. One, yeah. Right. It's very don't, you know, you, A lot of times when you're opening a business or just managing people in general, you always want to know everything. You always want to know all the answers. Yeah. So you sort of fake it till you make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has its place a bit, but also it's okay to say, look, I'm going to go figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I need help to figure this yeah. out. Or somebody in your team might have a really great 100%. idea that you're like, well, I didn't even think of that. That's why you're here. Great. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So glad you're you like, showed up yeah, today. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Well, and it also makes your team feel part of yeah, taking the ownership. Yeah, taking you know, ownership. Uh, Alan, you know, with with the Disney Institute that he goes to, they talk a lot about making sure that every employee has a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 empowering people to have that those leadership qualities and those leadership ideas and a voice at the table. Yeah. And, and, and gives them a platform to be able to know that like, if they have an idea or if they have something that they can go to top leadership and say, Hey, this might be a great idea for us to change this or to, uh, adapt this or, in, uh, improve this. And then from there they really take it on and they, it's, it's yeah, Disney really has this amazing impressive. thing that like, if you're an employee within the Walt Disney company, you can go before the board of Disney and mm-hmm. present ideas. They have a really, really open, creative flow of thought and ideas that I think is super healthy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. agreed. So the second 
speak the truth lesson is be the source or be the resource, and it's create a safe environment so the team can ask questions, provide feedback, and seek guidance. Be the authority for accurate information. Yeah. That's always something we always kind of battle in the theater world is is accurate information. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody thinks they know what's going on. Everybody has a hunch. But the reality is, is it's probably something else going on that you sometimes have misunderstood. Yeah. And it's just important in those moments for those leaders and those leadership people to be completely transparent. Of well, it's, like, like, it's like the game of telephone, right? Yep. Somebody starts to talk about something in the, in the business that's in, at the water cooler, and then all of a sudden that information gets then to the other person, then to the next person, then to the next person. All of a sudden you have a beast on your hands and you're like, Right. Well, that's not at all what it was my, or my, what it is. My granddad used to say this back in Texas. He was like, you know, if you go catch like an eight pound fish, right? What? You all of a sudden get really country. <laughs> well, it's right at home. Now go for it. <laughs> you know, if you catch an eight pound fish and then you, they tell, you tell someone about it and they tell someone and they tell someone. By the time you get to about the 10th person, you've caught, a, you've caught a 20-pound fish. Oh, I was going to say 80-pound <laughs> fish. Probably. 80 pound, yeah, 80-pound fish. But that's the... And that, that's, so it's always good to be, be the source of accurate information. Mm-hmm. And I think that builds off of, you know, the first point of, of you know, if you set the tone of transparency and, and you can, you know... Be honest and truthful in those moments when you don't know or in those moments when you need help and support. Mm-hmm. It invites that culture of, you know, people learn to, it, it's building on trust. So they learn to trust you when you are transparent. Mm-hmm. And then it creates a, a system or it creates a dynamic where you're seen as the source of information and you're seen as, as a safe and approachable resource for asking questions when they need yeah. information. Yeah, for sure. So number three, and this goes back to the previous episode, but even more important here, it's set clear expectations. Make sure every team knows their role, what you need for them, the rules and guidelines, and what success looks like. What does winning the day look like? Mm-hmm. So again, that's about systems and processes and what you need and what their jobs are so that everything works as a functioning unit. Mm-hmm. Because the worst thing to have is just unclear expectations because then that employee doesn't know how to deliver. They don't know how to meet that success marker. Yeah, they can be in front of everything versus picking up after everything. Yep. Right. You know, I that's a that's a big one too because also at Rhapsody everyone takes ownership of everything. So every person in our in our team knows every system and process and knows what clear expectations are on how to run the facility efficiently. So when I'm not in the building or you're not in the building, any person that's in that building is the leader at that point. Yeah. And that's that's intentional. I want to be able to, because every person needs to take ownership. And look, folks, that. we're not perfect at it. You know, oh. and this is something that we continue to work on constantly. This sort of whole topic here is something that we work on all the time, mm-hmm. and we continually try to get better at. But we still have missteps. Yeah, if somebody says that they're perfect at it, they're they're yeah. on the call. Or if anyone bullshit. says they have all the answers, yeah. it's just it's insane. Yeah, because there will be mistakes, and you're going to be like, "Man, I messed that up," and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But but just you know, reclarify expectations, revisit those processes yeah. to make sure that everyone understands what they're doing. Well, and I think. To to that point, the the revisit and reiterate, be prepared to say these things more than once and probably a few times over. So I think, and and I hear this a lot from clients um, where 
they will have communicated something and then, you know, time marches on or something else will come up and they kind of go back to, but I said it, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to say it again. You're going to have to tell them what they, what you told them. Right. It's something you need to be prepared to revisit, um, time and time again. And I think this holds true, not only for setting clear expectations, but then also for our next point, um, for clear communication is, and that comes to drawing lines and setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. So number four is about drawing the line, and this is, in, in full transparency, this is where we've struggled the most, yeah, probably in our, enti- in our entire business. Oh, yeah. Because we are such personable people, we enjoy people. Mm-hmm. And I'm we, a recovering pleaser. I know. So. I know. I know you are. <laughs> yeah. I know you are. I've said things to you about it before. Fair. But yeah. it's, it's, people will respect you more. If you set clear expectations and you have some boundary between friendship and boss. Now, you being someone's boss does not mean that you're cold. It does not mean that, you know, you don't have patience with them or that you're a ruler. But at the end of the day, you have to be the leader. Mm-hmm. of your company. And so the personal relationships that you have with your staff, there needs to be a mutual respect of where that line is at. Mm-hmm. Sure. You can go out as a team and have a, you know, a cocktail at night, but just when you're in those four walls, people have to respect who's in charge mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Well, and it, and we talk about this a lot in general, but especially right now with May being Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, And this is a topic that is near and dear to me because to your point, it's something I've personally struggled with a lot and had to work through. Yeah, I think in addition to clearly identifying who's who's the leader and who's in charge and finding a way to do that where it doesn't feel draconian, Mm -hmm. right? I think another added benefit, um, and, and this not only holds true in a traditional business sense, but also in kind of the entrepreneurial sense is that when you set clear boundaries, not only does it reduce your anxiety because Mm -hmm. you know where you know where that line is and you know where you stand. I find it also greatly reduces the stress and anxiety that your clients may have and your team have because they know the rules of engagement. They know how, how the process goes. They know what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And so what I think is really interesting is although initially it may take a little bit of some, you know, hard conversations or, you know, a little prickle here and there, once clear boundaries are set with clients and, and likewise, we, there, there's almost a calm that comes with that because I can break some of that, you know, monkey brain. I can break some of that, like, I need to do this right now, or I need to send this text right now because it's on my mind. Or, you know, you, you can, you can reduce a great amount of anxiety and fear and stress, not only for you as the owner and leader, but also for your clients and also for your team with those clear boundaries. You know, it's interesting that you say it too, because I think the hardest part of that, I've had to uh, deal with, not deal with, um, just come to terms with, is that it, it's, it can be lonely at the top. Yeah. It can be very lonely at the top. Very. And stuff, and like when you are the person that like is the stopgap as for the business, like it's being aware of not falling into the trap of being friends with your employees 
because you are lonely at the top and you're like stressed out about something or you're dealing with something. Mm -hmm. And instead of you like, and you just, you just want to have somebody to communicate it with. But unfortunately your team needs to have that leader and not the friend, not the buddy, not the buddy. And that's like, and that's been the hardest. I think that the hardest thing for me is because like, you just have to learn those hard lessons and it sometimes you learn it over and over again it's because it's like man like even though i have trinity and we have each other at the top like sometimes it's like we can't even communicate cuz yeah. we're both trying to deal with something yeah and it's and it's it's interesting because like i think carl saban said this you know from alabama it, that as a coach and he's known as one of the greatest football coaches of all time he's just never been good about being friends with his players and being their coach. Mm -hmm. He said he's tried it, you know, and, and, and perhaps some people can kind of pull that off. But he said for him, he just has had to have a very clear boundary to b get excellence as a coach, yeah. to, to bring them to that pinnacle point as a team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just something to think about. So don't think that like, oh, I'm not managing this well, that you're lacking a skill set. No, It's just sometimes it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah. And I'll actually say, you know, and this is something I've come to terms with through front and center, you know, going into year six, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. I, I feel much the same way. Mm -hmm. So I have delightfully close, intimate relationships with my clients because it is a very personal um, and emotional journey that we go through starting mm -hmm. businesses together or revamping businesses together. Yeah. Um, and it's, we have friendly relationships, but I can't, I can't have one foot in one space and one foot in another. Yeah. Over, over the course of, of my years, the, the clients that I feel have crossed over, um, they're very much so the exceptions to the rule. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I actually think I can show up best for my clients if I, if I go into that, that mode and that space where I'm with you, I'm in your corner, I'm your advocate, but I, I'm not there to be your buddy, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I, I think that's interesting because initially I felt that was something that I lacked or something I wasn't doing well because I struggled with that gray area. Right. And now I feel more so, you know, as, as I mature and my business matures that no, I actually think that's an asset. Yeah. Um, cause again, it goes back to helping people understand the rules of engagement and where they stand. People and love clarity. They yeah. do. You know, clarity is, is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just so you know, Number five, it's about turning it around, and it's the, even the most pristine cultures can get cloudy. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, that is the key moment for you to take ownership, investigate, evaluate, and understand the motivation of why mm -hmm. the, the it's cloudy, and then... Maybe because we're all human. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, all humans coming it's together. You know? And it's never a one and done. And, and I think you, you started to touch on this in, in the beginning of the episode where that was a real challenge for you was like you know, having the hard conversations and what felt like, you know, at times confrontation or, you know, having to, to say the hard thing, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I think one of my big takeaways here after going through all of these points is, you know, again, it's never going to be one and one and done for you. Mm -hmm. Always be prepared that you're going to have to say it again. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to set these boundaries again. You're going to have to revisit hard conversations again or, mm -hmm. or revisit big conversations again. Yeah. But also much like the muscles we work every time you flex it and every time you exercise it, it's going to get easier and it doesn't always have to feel so hard. Well, there's on top yeah. of that, I think, and you and I have been better at this at Rhapsody, is that there's a continuous feedback loop, a continuous checking in, a continuous yeah. reevaluation of, of, of the classes, of people's uh, experience on the team, of going through the systems and processes. Because if that con consistent feedback loop is there, then you will catch this stuff a lot sooner than if all of a sudden you've stood back and you haven't really talked to anybody for a month or two. And then all of a sudden you go back into the, the business and you're like, well, there's, I have to put out this fire, this fire, this fire, this fire, like yeah. this, I don't know how the ship got off course, but we yeah. need to pull it back. We're on. huge fans of check-ins. You know, with our team, we do four check-ins a year. We do actually sit down. And it's not like us telling them how their performance is. It's literally like, how is it going? How are we living up to the standards and expectations of the business? And what do they want? And what do they want in the future? So it's yeah. really mostly about them. Yeah, we never mm -hmm. ask. I never tell them, like, this is what we need to do. I, it always comes from a place of, yeah. okay, how is it going? Right. Yeah. Where are you? You tell me. Are yeah. you happy? What yeah. you know? Because if you can create that environment, that's huge. And and having that kind of check, and they check you guys talk every day, but that 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 really kind of moment every quarter, four times a year, that they get to sit down and mm -hmm. really just have like, this is where I'm at right now, and this is where I want to go to, mm -hmm. is really important to create that safe environment for that employee to to feel like they have a a, a platform. Right. Yeah. And when you create that you know, you do, you, you have the consistency and you create that feedback loop and you're inviting feedback and you're giving feedback. And these, these quote unquote hard conversations become less scary. Mm -hmm. One, because you're not seeing them off to the side kind of build up and it's something you're afraid to go near and touch, but it also, yeah. you know, when, when you are communicating more consistently and, and you are leaning into that transparency, things don't have time to build and fester. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. It, yeah. it's much easier to wrangle it in yeah. because you're, you're always facing it. Absolutely. And I think the last thing I want to say about turning it around, and this is the reality, is that you can work day and night to try to turn something around that just won't turn around. And at that point, as a business owner, you have to make some real decisions whether that staff member is the right person to continue forward with. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm you know, we've had this happen with us a couple times to where we've just prolonged the inevitable versus like, you know what, this isn't working. We've tried. We've both tried on both sides. The employee and the, the leader have tried. It's just not going to work out. Mm -hmm. So instead of trying again to force it to work, sometimes to turn something around, someone does need to be let go. And that's just the reality of running a business. Mm -hmm. right. And you have to be okay with that. Well, right. the two options are either you let them go or your business fails. Yeah. So which one do you want to choose? Yeah. Yeah. I well, think, and like, yeah. Oh God. I was, I was going to say too, that, you know, when you're, you feel confident in your communication process and, and, and you've created that structure, then you can use it as a phenomenal litmus test. Yeah. 
right? So when something, you get to that point where you feel like you're beating a head your head against the wall and something's not working, if you trust your processes and your systems and your communication as a business owner, yeah. it makes it a lot easier to know. A hundred percent. This is a huge topic. I could go on about this yeah, I could too. for days. Yeah. I'm very excited about our next topic because it is like in my zone and it's about <laughs> systems and processes. Oh, God. Yeah. I feel like we just need to sit back with some popcorn. Yeah, I like, can, yeah. yeah, bring popcorn and I will talk yeah. the entire episode. We actually episode. went over, through, like, uh, this is funny. We were sitting at the computer last night and we were just going through, like, the budget lines and stuff. And he just got so, he was, like, literally a little key. He's like, I just love this stuff. This is what I live for. And I'm like, <laughs> you're... Insane, but I also love. That's why I love you. So I, I get I get so fired up about systems and processes. Yeah, really I think it's the absolute key to success. Yeah, agreed. Hey, agreed. if you enjoy Rhapsody Radio, make sure that you click follow or follow. subscribe below. That's the new thing on Apple Podcasts. You no longer subscribe; you follow oh. on Apple. But uh, all the other ones are subscribe, so it switched around a little bit. Yeah. And also, give us that five star review. We really appreciate your feedback. Ooh. It really helps us grow the show. And then engage with us on Instagram at Rhapsody Radio Show or email us at info at rhapsodyradio.com. Love it. Stay safe out there. Enjoy the summer. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.